welcome to Synergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zinashe. I'm your catalyst, your conduit, and your coach to that better life. A catalyst sparks a change. A conduit provides a connection, and a coach draws out hidden potential in a subject. So I am here today to connect you with Max Moore D, Poet Max. Yes, yes. Black Rain Radio. And we're going to talk about all of that. And we're going to talk about magnetism and allure, which are very closely connected. You know, it brings up ideas of charm and chemistry and what draws you to people, what draws people to you, you know, auras, all that stuff. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. And um, I just want to get started. So I want to thank you guys for joining me. And so you picked the topic of allure. Yeah. So what what kind of drew drew you to that word? What what kind of made you want to talk about that? Well, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, I'm a hip hop head, uh, so uh, when I saw that, automatically brought back um, Jay Z allure from uh, the Black album. Um, you know, and. I get the gist of it. Like it's been a it's been a journey, just uh, being um, the evolution of be, being a writer, a rapper, poet. Uh, I'm now I'm, I'm evolved into an artist. I don't consider myself as a a rapper or you know just just one form. It's it's everything, everything is involved. So I'm an artist now. I like that. I, I consider myself an artist too because you see me one day doing poetry, you see me the next day doing the podcast, you see me the next day writing essays or creating merch, you know, or doing a seminar. Mm-hmm. And all of it comes back to expression. Yeah. The power of words. Yeah. And the things that I'm drawn to. So I think as artists, we have a special connection with allure because things draw us, you know, we, we get an artist can see a flower and that flower is not just a flower. That flower is a whole universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you could write a song, you could paint a picture, you could do all kind of things with just that one little flower. Cause you're just drawn in. You're just kind of magnetized to that flower. And, and some people like, I think about Prince and purple. Yeah. You know, they have their iconic things that drew them in and that they kind of adopted. And and I think even with the artists that we love, we're drawn to them for certain reasons. We may not even be able to explain exactly why we're so drawn to that person. Um, you know, some people would say it's their their charm, their charisma, you know, their mystery. Um, yeah. But it's just allure. It's just it's just allure. It's all of those things together. It's, it's the chemistry that they have with the audience, you yeah. know. And and I know it's something amazing when you walk on the stage and and you can just breathe in the art, you know, the audience, and you just feel that that you know audience kind of joining with you. So it's a pretty cool thing. So um, mm-hmm. when it comes to like what what magnetizes you as an artist? Like what inspires you? What draws you in? Like what captures your attention? Um, man, everything. Um, it's not one particular thing. Um, when it comes to, uh, I guess writing poetry or just writing, just writing. Period. Um, well, I'll say the poetry. Um, 
when it's to music or if it's song, then the the beat or the track, you know, I don't just sit down and and write. Like I can, I sit down and write regular times when it's time for music to play a part. I can hear a track, but until that track tells me what it wants me to hear or what it wants me to say, I never really say what I what I'm saying. The track touches my touches my soul, and then I write what it what it's telling me to speak on. I I I understand that because you know I wrote to music for the first time maybe a month and a half ago, and I had never done that before. And somebody sent me a piece of music, and they were like, "This is the title. This is the title. This is what you're writing to, and this is the music." And um, I had to sit with it for like a week. You know, I had to sit with it because in the beginning, I I'm, I don't use I've never written music before. Okay. And and. You know, I had to sit with it and that song had to just kind of wash over me and I had to get images and I had to get kind of this mood. First, the mood came, the mood that it created in me and I wanted to give that mood to the audience. And then the words, the title of the song kind of captured me and I was like, how do I capture that title? What do I want to say to bring that title to life? Yeah. And then I was able to sit down and do and write it. Yeah, you know? most so. of the time when I when I'm building, I've always had this format. Um, when I'm just writing, uh, and I tell this to a lot of a lot of young writers, uh, one of the best things that you can do as a writer and to help yourself is to sometimes just sit down and just write. Don't put any thought into it. You know what I mean. Um, it may sound crazy, but that's where you unlock a lot of potential and um, creativity. It's just to just just scribble, you know what I'm saying? Not you know, just sit down and start writing something. You know what I mean? Don't put a focus or a format on it. Just hey, you know, sit down at the table or wherever you sit down outside. You know, the leaf falls and let that lead. You know what I mean? And it takes you. Um, one of the best things to do when you're writing music wise or when you're creating is don't concentrate on the verse first always focus the track to lead you to what your chorus will be Mm. that's the silent that's because the chorus is the foundation of what your vocals are going to amount to you know because you can write a verse and then try to build a hook around it Mm. but if you let the track give you the foundation which is the hook then your verses become that more important and that more potent. I like that. I like that. You know? I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's the draw. You know, if it's, I mean, you know, not every track will lead you, but and and another thing, uh, a lot of people, you know, in in this day and age, a lot of remanufacturing or just people quick to say they did this so fast, did this so you know, I wrote this song, da 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 da. Uh, you know, sometimes it's good to just take your time. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't have to, you know. It's it's good to be creative. It's good to be a, a have a quick creativity with it. But you know, sometimes a track will uh, be wanting to tell you something. I have something that it wants you to hear, and we rush through it thinking that you know it's it's so fly. Like oh, I wrote this in twenty minutes, or this this that <laughs> another. But you know, it may be something a little bit more intricate, a little bit more depth to it if you just allow yourself to listen to the beat over and over again. Take a little time to let it build. You know. Now, if it just speaks to you, it just speaks, but um, that's what creativity is found, like 
let let it absorb you. You know what I mean? Uh, I was explaining something to someone the other day, because um, they asked me like, you know, or they were like, "You think I could write?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, uh, spoken word is spoken word." You know, that comes from you just opening your mouth, you know. So, but the thing, too, another key to that is you can open your mouth and you can have a lot of emotions behind certain things that you want to get out. But if you can learn how to allow the emotions to wash over you instead of just acting right at that moment in time, you'll find a little bit more depth to what the emotions are trying to say. If you can just not let yourself be so, oh, I gotta get this off my chest. I gotta no, let it let it wash over you, and then find that creative point. You know, I I would uh, totally agree with what you're saying. I would say it differently. You know, to me, when I'm writing, um, it's like a stream. It's like all of this is coming, all of this is coming, all of this is coming, and it's my job to to narrow that to where the stream you know, becomes it, it rather than it going everywhere and there's no direction. It's, it's yeah. very focused, laser focused to like one thing. And, and I'm, I'm kind of pulling all that water into like a water hose, you know, like, like I'm pulling all of it in so I can actually Let aim it, it yeah. you know, at, at one thing or another metaphor I would put is like, if you were panning for gold, you know, I always have seen these people with their pans and they're they're sifting what they're getting from, you know, yeah. the stream and they're sifting and then they end up with rocks and dirt <laughs> and sometimes they end up with gold. Yeah. And so as you're writing, you're you're sifting. And I think the what draws us to people and what draws us to different artists is when they're actually able to sift and they're able to come out with that that gold. Yeah. And that gold is just so and and it's not when you see gold if you've ever seen gold in the beginning it doesn't look like gold. Not much at all. It just looks like a piece <laughs> of dirt. You actually have to chip away at it and you have to refine it, purify it. So yeah. an artist or artistry is a purpose and it's also a process. Yeah. Because the final product often doesn't look anything like the beginning product. Exactly. You know, you have to go through so many steps and sometimes it takes days, weeks, months, even possibly years. You know, I was uh, listening to this interview with the writer that created Hamilton and it took him 10 years to write that musical. 10 years. And every time he got discouraged, people were saying, you're writing a rap about the founding fathers? Hey. How the heck? What? What? He was like, I have this vision. People are going to love it. I know they are. They're going to really, they're going to just be magnetized by it. Exactly. It's unique. It's original. It's never been done before. I, I, I've got to get this out. And he would be writing day after day after day after day. And his wife was getting frustrated with him. Uh, all these people were getting frustrated with him. Like, Man, you're crazy. Yeah. And then it comes out, and he's put all this money, all this time into it, and he's right. People are magnetized by it. Never seen anything like it. Never heard anything like it. But it was the time and the patience and also the purity of the work 
you know, a lot of times to me what magnetizes people is when they can feel the purity of the work. Yeah. When it hasn't, when you didn't skimp and you weren't afraid to yeah. tell it like it was, whatever your vision was, you captured it yeah. and you, you captured it as pure as you can make it, as undiluted as you can make it. You didn't. You weren't worried about the people that were, uh, mm, uh, uh. You weren't worried about any of that. You were worried about the art and the vision exactly. and capturing it. And then people people resonate with that because they're like, "This is pure. This is, man, it's real. I can feel it. It just no. draws me in." And even if they don't want to like try to make it seem like it, they have to. Uh, embrace it to some degree, because you know, you know, some people will sit there and, you know, uh, it's all right. But <laughs> the fact that they that they do that just lets me know that you know, hey, I touched touched something somewhere, and that's uh, with me and the way that I write and um, and I create, um, you know, because I I've, I've been I've been in the lane for a long time, and um, uh. You know, I've heard. Uh, you know, you gotta gotta cater to your audience. This is that. No, I just I I I I cater to the collective. I cater I cater to the creative, the creative collective. I don't I don't cater to an audience. I cater to what the collective creative, and the energy that surrounds that, pulls from me, so that when I do create, it's something there for everyone to take. You know, I'm not trying to pinpoint or have anyone say, oh, well, this is, you know, because I've heard that. I've heard that plenty of times, you know, uh, well, you do this type of music. No, I don't. You know, uh, I'm just a writer. You know, I don't I, I can do anything. I can create any type of form. Uh, now, if people feel like I'm better at something, this is that, another then I think that's just you pigeonholing yourself because people tend to be like, oh, well, this is what I do. No, I'm I I'm an artist, so I do what art calls for. What you know, and um, and um, that 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 that's what it is for me. You know, we tend to pigeonhole ourselves or allow people to pigeonhole us. I don't, you know, uh, I just want people to listen, and um, if it's something there for you, then it will speak to you, and you're able to go. You know, that's all I'm looking for. I like what you just said. I do what art calls for. I like that a lot because as an artist, as a writer, um, there is a demand in a sense. There is a taskmaster. Mm -hmm. You know, being an artist is not like a nine to five at all <laughs> because your art may wake you up in the middle of the night and you might not be able to go back to sleep until you finish whatever that is. Exactly. And you might not even like, let's say you go into your day, yeah. you're cooking dinner, doing anything. And you just get hit by something. Yeah. You may have to stop right then and capture whatever that is, you know, spit a verse into your phone, start typing, you know, write it down because Art comes when it comes True. and it will grab you and it can be, it can be overwhelming sometimes, you know, to, to try to get whatever it is out. You know, I, I love it. 
It's crazy making sometimes, but I love it. True. True. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know. I love it. Um, but also I think that that's what magnetizes people to it because mm. when it when it comes like that, you know, when it comes like that, I always wonder, I'm like, okay, this didn't come from me in a sense. Like, oh. it just, here's all of this, the universe, and this thing just hit me in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Is that God? Is that one of my ancestors? Is that some it's the creative. some some yeah some wonderful person who you know that could be Langston Hughes you know shouting in my ear you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but all I know is that it's a beautiful thing, and and that light bulb moment, that inspiration, that lightning. Mm-hmm. Not only am I drawn to it, but I can see when I perform that piece. Yeah. I can see the audience. I can see the lights go off and I can see like, here's the audience. They're all at, they're all at, let's say they're all at the level. Yeah. They're all at the level. And then I say that line that hit me and it's like, you see them sit back. You see this person do this. You see, you know, you see, and you're like, Oh, they feel it too. (laughs) They feel it too. And, and, and that's when I know that there's something and I call it magnetism. There's something magnetic mm-hmm. about words, about music, about comedy, about that inspiration. Yeah. It is something, you know, in the past they called it, you know, the muses. The muses, you know, the muses uh, gave you that uh, or the inspiration. French call it, uh, say quoi. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that something, something that you couldn't put your finger on, but when you saw it, you felt it. Mm. And a lot of times it never left you because every time you came back to it, I know that everybody in this room, there's a song that you can hear and it makes you feel something. You could be feeling one way. And as soon as that song comes on, you feel in a different way. Yeah. You know, it has totally grabbed you. It has totally drawn you in. It has mm-hmm. totally taken over. And that's, that's that magnetism. That's the allure of yeah. art and the allure of of just that creative spark i don't know what you want to call it the 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 one song that that has resonated with me that brings that kind of energy to me is um closer to my dreams oh yeah yeah That's every a time nice song. every time i hear that song for the first time i heard it you know just it and and that's what i when i'm speaking of because you'll hear me say it a lot, um, the collective creative or creative collective, that's every, that's everything that has come before and and exists now, you know. Um, I speak a lot. I, you know, people tend to think that I, I speak a little different when it comes to creative, because art and creativity, I look at it are totally different than most, you know. Um, just like you said, Langston Hughes, the ancestors, that's all a part of that collective, you know, mm-hmm. that create and, and the creative is the is the energy, the spark that, you know, that ignites beauty to evolve from nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So the collective is all of us and the creative is um is everything. Everything and I have a song called Everything, Carpe Diem. And that's you know, and and the the chorus of it is everything is everything, and I want everything. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I invest in me. 
And when your eyes are on the prize, nothing's quite what it seems. You feast the potluck. How you eat depends on what you bring. So what you bring to the collective will determine how you nourish and feed and the creative feeds you back and what comes back from the universe from that, you know? You know, we're, we're going to get to your song in just a minute, but what you just said, it, it reminded me of being at poetry shows. Yeah. And uh, I remember, and I've heard a lot of poets say this, they will say, I got my start at the New Eurekan, you know, poetry show. I got my start at uh, Moetry's, you know, Poetry on the Bayou. I got my start at Seven's, you know, I can't even, what was it? What is Seven's show? Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh! I, I've been there. The Poetry House, not the Poetry House. Uh, no, I can't remember right now. But he had the poetry shows at, on Sunday nights. Yeah, and people will say, camp. when I went there, I heard this, mm-hmm. and this inspired me to write this. Okay, and this is what made me who I am today. You know, and and I remember like there have been pieces that I've written because I went, I went, I heard. The ugly truth spit a piece. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I wrote, um, you know, a piece. I heard uh, Brother Malcolm talk about fatherhood. I heard Scott Free talk about fatherhood. I heard um, there was another person. I am Jarrell sing about fatherhood. And I wrote my fathers are not disposable. I mentioned not by name, but I mentioned that I heard these poets mm-hmm. speak about fatherhood. And this is what I took. We are. A collective, as you said, yeah. we, you said it's a feast yeah. and the feast is created by what you bring, you mm-hmm. know? So whenever you go out to a show, it's like you go out and you don't come back the same because you get inspired, you get ideas, you get, you see somebody do something and you're like, wow, I really like how the audience reacted mm-hmm. to that. Let me try something similar. You get inspired. You get, you also get challenged. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I want to be that dope. <laughs> I, mean, I want to be that, you know. So it's yeah. it's um, and and there's that energy that that you feel that builds you, that feeds you, and you feel again that magnetism, that allure. Yeah. Because because art has its own seductiveness. I, I've uh, I've I I did a little time in Austin with uh and um that was kind of like the introduction for me as far as in the poet society with the Neo soul poetry group, uh, a lot of open mic things out there. Uh, that was kind of like the first step of me doing it as I was older. But, uh, my grandmother, she was an educator and, um, every day she would, uh, uh, the first poem that I ever did was called, uh, I am a promise. Mm. And, um, did it in church, you know, uh, and she was the one that kind of, that's where I started. That's where, that's who started me, my grandmother, because she was like, hey, you're going to be on this program. This <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do. And she gave it to me. She's like, you're not going to read it. You're going to learn it. So she would make me practice. And it was, you know, and I remember the initial of it because I used to have to sing it. I am a promise. I am a possibility. I am a promise with a capital P. I am a great big bundle of potentiality. And if I listen, you know, I will hear God's voice. And if I try him, he'll help me make the right choice. I am a promise to be anything that God wants me to be. And um, that was my start. 
um, when I go to these poetry shows, though, I've I've heard a lot of dope poets. Mm. One for sure, Miss Tinashe. And her later on down the road, but she is a dope poet. Uh, there is a certain aura. Ah, yes. Thank that, you. That you possess, uh, and subtlety—the subtlety of your words. Like you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have much bravado or, you know, extravagant motions or this or that. But the way you deliver the subtlety in your voice, how the words just come out—they resonate with people on a Thank certain you. level, on different Thank levels. You. That's what makes Zen dope. Um, you know, Scott Free. Uh, Courtney Lynn, uh, a lot of dope boys. Mr. Reverse it, uh, you know, reverse flows. I, uh, Cass, Phoenix Fire, like these are, you know, and even the, the poets at the local seat, Kodak, you know, Lady 380, dope, dope poet. Um, a lot of them have inspired me and given me, you know, because uh, I heard this a long time ago. A poem never ends. Mm. When one poet stops, Another begins. I so, love it. So I love it. That's the truth. Like, um, you know, you take we we hear things, you know, and uh, you know, originality is originality. Authenticity originality does not exist anymore, but authenticity does. And people will be like, That's that, that's authentic, that's original there's a slight difference because there's always something that comes from someone that feeds and helps grow into something else. One thing evolves into another step, into another step. So we take things from individuals, you know, um, and uh, that, but what we do with it and how we cultivate ourselves allows it to be an authentic, an authentic thing with us. You know what I'm saying? And that's the slightness of originality that comes. So, you know, that's how I feel about a lot of things. Well, well, I want to say this, you know, this man across from me is a dope poet. Oh. He is a dope poet because uh, I remember the first time I saw you perform and you were one of the few people oh. that there are times when I see, you know, you will close your eyes, you will be on stage, eyes closed, yeah. <laughs> not even looking at the audience and Everybody in the audience will be listening to you. There will not be a voice, you know, raised. There will not be anybody talking. Because even though you're not even looking at the audience, what you're doing on stage is so mesmerizing and captivating. It just brings everybody in. And and some people who would do that, you would think, oh, they're nervous. They can't look at the audience or or they're, they're caught up in their own words. They forgot about us or yeah. whatever. But it's like when you do it, it's just part of you. It's it just is. one of the, the ways that you just deliver some of your pieces, it is. you know, and uh, I, I've even seen you turn your back to the audience <laughs> a couple of times and, and, and just still, yeah, you know. still everyone, they're not even seeing your face, but you still have their complete and total attention. You know, I have not used the word wrapped attention, mm -hmm. R-A-P-T. Okay. For any poet, but I could use it for you. You have rapt attention. People will stop in the middle of what they're doing. They'll listen to you because you just have these lines and these uh, images that 
just really capture capture Thank a you. moment. Yeah, Thank it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I'm and and <laughs> I want to go to your. I want to talk about Black Rain Radio, and I want to talk about also the title of the song that you're going to do for us. You said "Carpe Diem." Uh, yeah, it's uh, actually it's it's a two part uh, poem, um, and and uh, the song itself it switches from one track to another in the middle um, because the first part is everything, and then the second part is "Carpe Diem." And uh, like I said, the the hook itself speaks of you know everything is everything, and I want everything. So it's the initial of it is, uh, and I, and I usually, and I, and what I speak of or, or how I address it all for myself is that it's my introduction as an artist. It, it's, it's how I view and look at my creative process and, uh, my growth as an artist from, from the beginning when I started as a young kid, uh, doing poetry, my grandmother and plays at the church, uh, Went to drama, drama class at school, so that just elevated me more. I used to sing in the choir, but I've always had a love for words and writing, you know. Um, and once I got into the, the drama field, I used to do monologues in school. Um, and it's always just been my thing. And my grandmother always just told me, you know, hey, walk around with your head up high. Open your mouth when you speak and speak with conviction. So hmm, that's I what like I do. That. You know, I want to talk about this everything is everything. Okay. Because when I look at myself and I look at everything I create, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that go into everything I create. Like right now I'm wearing, you know, paparazzi jewelry. Mm -hmm. And this was made by Quinn Levi. This has got musical notes on it. And these earrings (laughs) say Queen. And... I pick up things everywhere, right? I yep. pick up the jewelry I wear, the the shows that I've been in, the 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 emotions that I felt in those shows that actually led me to create some of the merchandise that I have because I wanted to capture that emotion, that unity, that 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 power of of the words in some of the slogans that I have on some of the things. So it's like everything is everything because there is when you look at me i am very aware Mm -hmm. that the things i wear the things i create they come from all of the experiences that i've had they come from all of the people that i've encountered they come from all of the inspiration that's happened to me they come from you know, the TV shows I grew up with and, and the music I listened to exactly. growing up and the food I ate growing up and all of these little bits of inspiration, they all come out at the other end as, you know, something yeah. different. It's like you go in, you put it all into this gumbo, exactly. you know what I'm saying? And then you come out with this beautiful dish. Yeah, but exactly, and it tastes you know? so it tastes so good once, <laughs> once it's all mixed together. Right. You know? So it's, it's, you know, and I love that you say, you know, everything is everything, you know, because basically that to me means that all of those things that in a sense magnetized me, drew me in, became a part of me, I am a collection of all of those little bitty things. Yeah. And the things that I create, and, and I'll say this all the time, you know, I give a lot of credit to a lot of people because yeah. I know a lot of people help shape me and mold me and, and bring me to where I am. The and and I and um I remember you talking earlier about uh Deepak Chopra, right? Right. Um, 
one of the books and and, and anyone anyone if but if you're an artist, um, two books I'll recommend that artists read, and one is the Marvin Gaye art autobiography, Divided Soul, written by David Ritz. Um, if you're an artist, you should read that. Um, just on the depth of how creative Marvin was, because it shows a lot of how his process worked. Uh, and it also gives insight on what artists go through on a personal level, because his soul was like open, open book in that. And um, second, seven spiritual laws of success. Yes, yes, yes. If you're an artist, if you are an artist, Anyone, creative form, writer, this, this, that, another movie, director, film, anything. That is a book that you should read because it is uh, significantly a blueprint on understanding how everything is everything and how we all connect, you know, because the first law of spiritual success is silence. Just to sit in silence, to calm, and that brings about creativity. Right. Yes. Okay. So you connect with everything. Like he gives this this insight of waking up in the morning and not saying a word. You know, you don't. You're not thinking. You're not going to speak to anyone. If you do, greet greet in your head, but don't say anything out loud. Take in everything. The birds chirping, the energy coming off the person that you didn't speak to. You know what I'm saying? Because it will resonate. On it. You know, it takes time to get to that level to understand certain things, but I get it because it gives you the the truth of how people accept and give. You know, you may walk past someone and they may say good morning. Don't say good morning, but give them a good morning in your heart. You know what I'm saying? Or in your head. And watch how they respond. Because there's some days we all wake up like that. Don't say anything because we don't want to be bothered. But you know, everything is everything. Yeah, in that book, that it also talks about the law of potentiality. Which you is know, silence. and basically, that is the fact that the universe is potential, pure potential. You know, when you look at space, what is it? It's empty except for the stars and the planets, but it's just potential. You have these gases moving; yeah. they're creating things. You have. What do we have when we walk outside in nature? We have seeds, mm. pure potential, about to develop into a tree. But that tree has other trees inside of it because it has seeds inside of it. So that tree is not just one tree. It has the pure potential to become a forest. Exactly. So when you understand the law of pure potential, it's basically that everything, everything. is everything. Everything is bigger than what you see. Because whatever you see, you don't see the full potential of it. Exactly. And that's why I have this right here, (laughs) the butterfly effect, because every little change is a ripple effect, and you have no idea where it's going to end. That's the law of pure potential. You only see what we see at the moment, but we have no idea how far it can go. Yeah. We have no idea... They say everybody is joined by six degrees of separation, separation, right? That means between the three of us, we could probably touch almost anybody in the world. If we had six people, you know what I'm saying? We each added six people. You have the potential to get to anybody 
in the world through six people, through six connections. Yeah. I mean, well, they, just they, stuff they, like that is just so amazing. Yeah, and it resonates. The way they, they bring, bring it up is that, you know, between us three, he knows someone right. that knows someone that knows me. Right. That knows someone that knows you. Right. That, you know, so that's, that's the thing. That's how everything is everything. And that's the, uh, the blueprint and the outline of the flower of life and the fruit of life because it connects, expands, connects, expands. And that's creativity, right? Right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I want to. I want you to introduce your song because I want to play this song now. The people that are listening on Facebook, you won't be able to hear it. Um, so you'll have to go to his. You know, tell them where they can find this song. Oh, okay. Um, this is a uh, song I'm doing. Is uh, everything Carpe Diem? Uh, you can go to datpiff.com, datpiff.com, and download. The project itself, it's called Sessions and Sections. It's a poetic, eclectic, southern banger. <laughs> um, free mixtape. Um, go check it out. You can also find my music on uh, Apple Music, Tidal Music, uh, Spotify, uh, pretty much any uh, uh, streaming platform right now. Just Google or look up M-A-X-M-O-R-D-I-E-B. That's Max Mordeeb. M-A-X-M-O-R-D-I-E-B or Instagram at Fade Ike, F-A-D-E-A-H-K-I. Um, um, SoundCloud, YouTube. Oh, my YouTube channel is This Is Black Rain Radio. <laughs> um, got a podcast coming too. Um, everything Carpe Diem, the song is Everything Carpe Diem. The first part is Everything, which deals with... Uh, my journey as an artist becoming and how I, you know, I resonate with and feel like I'm connected to everything. And it just brings about uh, growth and potential and everything. Carpe diem is to seize the moment, uh, live life to the fullest. Uh, the universe is already outlined for you. Your journey, your path. We disrupt things by doing what we do. It's not a problem. We live life, but to find oneself and to connect with the universe on a level, you start to understand that everything that's meant for you is already there. You know, you just, we tend to detour ourselves trying to, or, or because we let life uh, dictate our journey. And sometimes uh, we have to put, you know, it's hard to put life on hold and, and go after what you want to go after. But, you know, for those that strive within themselves to be great, sacrifice is necessary. And that's all I can say. This is Black Rain Radio. Yeah. Sessions and sections. More deep. Everything is everything. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
Here's an illustration of what the vision is. Held by no boundaries, the possibilities are limitless. Pure potential surrounds me, the birth for things. My manifested dreams, navigating the galaxy beyond the gravity of Saturn's rings. So far from the thought of an average being, product of society, you know, crack the fiends. Denials of sobriety while sipping on that yak and lean. It's always chess and never checkers. So if she gotta go, I let her. While they cuffed the queen, the heart of my art bends like a reed in the wind, parallel to the point where doubt ends and faith begins. The weight of the world it now drowns my fears. Some will sink but swim. You can never fathom the depths of a will to win. Perfectly outlined patterns where portraits are pinned in an imperfect world that's immersed in sin. So I play devil's advocate, woof among the sheep. It's a doggy dog, I bare my teeth and use bones as toothpicks to dislodge the meat. See, everything gets everything and I want everything. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I invest in me. When your eyes on the prize, nothing's quite what it seems. The feast, the potluck, how you eat depends on what you bring. Everything is everything, and I want everything. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I invest in me. When your eyes on the prize, nothing's quite what it seems. The feast, the potluck, how you eat depends on what you bring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Carpe diem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Written. Yeah. This was written. Written. <laughs> yeah. Carpe diem. Hey. Written under city lights of the brightest star. All traffic is clear, so now I've taken off. And whom shall I fear? It's time to set the mark. The world is a stage. It's time to play the part. No denying the king in me, yeah, the bravest heart. Through these eyes, I see the tunnel vision they lack to embark. Let's put the past at the back of the bus, Rosa Parks. My deep impact's just scratching the surface, event horizon. Blessings like ribbons in the sky, you know, perfect timing. Thanks for this moment of clarity, ah, perfect diamond. Street dreams are made at ease. Simple Simon, without trying, my illumination is blinding. And to those that deny me, I remain defiant, and they stay divided. In this life of pie, it gets no sweeter, no matter how you slice it. Who's the nicest? I'm doing life on this track. I got the gun line. I don't need fences. Gripping on a cable toe, I build bridges of infinite wisdom. How you living? Boss queen conversation. Immaculately tasteful Her speaker box on my love below Classically graceful Reaching beyond the stars Cause the galaxy's so spaceful There's no telling what this fantastic voyage Just might take you Far from the madness of cherry Kool-Aid And grape juice It's time we mix fruit and make truce No walls unbreakable through it all Stand tall, unshakable Bottom line, free your mind And keep your design untraceable That's right Yeah and I'm going to leave y'all with this part. Yeah. If tomorrow never comes, don't say we ain't live life in a world full of sin. Who's to say you ain't living right? One. All right. All right. 
Man, I, I love both those pieces. And the Thank second you. one, we, we're talking about everything is everything. And you have so many illusions and there's Simple Simon and Rosa Parks yeah. and, <laughs> you know, just so many illusions to all of the things that you've experienced, you know, and as I said, we're shaped by everything. We're magnetized by so many things. We're allured by so many things, sometimes negatively. No. Sometimes those things that glitter aren't really gold and they pull us in. Hey, but look, look, uh, and I studied Tai Chi for years of my life. People understand this. You can't have light without dark. There cannot be any good without bad. And just because negativity comes your way, it comes with growth and understanding. And just because negativity comes your way, that doesn't mean that it's meant to be a dark shadow over you. It just means that that's a part of something that's that can make you greater or it can break you down if you allow it to. But you have to learn how to be able to look at things and not let the negative overwhelm you because sometimes a negative is a positive. Yeah, I heard uh, Abraham Hicks say that when something happens, it just shows you what you should be reaching for. It shows you the gap between where you are and where you, you want to be. be. Exactly. And so you need to focus on where you want to be, yeah. not the negative that just happened. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of trying to bring positivity in your life, you mentioned that I had brought up Deepak Chopra and, and I wanted, I have this, um, I wanted to share this with the, the guests. This is, Oh, Sesame yeah. oil. I got this from H-E-B. And Deepak Chopra, I was listening to one of his books. I think it's called. Uh, but he said that if you, you know, basically massage your body with sesame oil 15 minutes, you know, let it sit on your body, you know, and then shower it off, that it actually can optimize each of your organs and, like, make you breathe better, make you sleep better, Help your, you know, like your lungs, kidneys, all those things. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I actually went and bought this Friday and I tried it out Saturday morning and Sunday morning. So I put the oil on my body, went and meditated for 15 minutes, went and showered. And I felt the difference. I felt like normally, like I'm starving by the time, you know, I, I finish with my morning stuff. I didn't even think about food for like hours and I, my appetite was curbed. I felt like my skin, you know how you washing your hands all the time. Cause it's COVID. I, I actually felt like my skin was not as dry. Mm -hmm. I just felt like lifted and lighter. So, you know, mm -hmm. this is something you might want to try. You can look up the benefits of sesame oil, sesame oil. This is extra virgin sesame oil. I just got it from, um, H E B. So they're not giving me any kind of, endorsement for telling you to go buy this, this you know so you can check it out um but it helps <laughs> <laughs> so you know whenever i learn something new i try to share you know when you learn teach yeah. um i have been on this journey trying to improve my life for a while especially since my divorce like six years ago and then i created this workbook and um i wanted to kind of talk about that briefly We've got Valentine's Day coming up and there are a lot of couples out there and you've never done like a goal setting project together. I know I've never done one in any of my relationships, but I wanted to offer basically this is this is my personal workbook. 
And I actually have these, I have these different little magnetic, this is a magnetic bookmark. So you see it opens up, it magnetizes. So when you put it on, it's not going to move. You can see how it's not moving. It's not sliding off. So I actually have these magnetic bookmarks. They say different things on each one. So this is like a pack of 12 for $10. Uh, so this one happens to say, make every day your masterpiece. So this is actually my workbook. And you can see how the first page is abundance. And you can see that I have Langston Hughes as my ancestor that inspired me because he was the first black person that made a living from his writing. And I have Oprah Winfrey, of course. We know she was one of the first black female billionaires. And she brought up a lot of people, you know, to to basically have platforms. Dr. Phil, Ianla, you know, Gail. Those are just a few of the people. And you can see I filled it out. And at the bottom, I have the world. I have all these arrows around the world that show different ways that I'm going to, you know, be impacting the world, different goals that I have, you know, to bring abundance to my life, streams of money, income, but also just different people that I like to reach. And my second page I've already done which is access. What am I allowing to access my life? And I have Maya Angelou on here because, you know, a lot of people wanted to tell her that she wasn't attractive. She wasn't no. special. She was black and she was, you know, not as good as. And she wrote Still I Rise. She wrote Phenomenal Woman. And she said, those people are not going to access my dignity. And this woman down here, Queen Afua, She's a holistic practitioner. She uh, talks to women about going natural. She was one of my inspirations to go natural. My my natural hair anniversary is actually February the 20th. I will be uh, one year of going natural. I cut all my relaxed hair off and went completely natural. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she also talks about flushing your body with different flushes, you know, eating healthy. She, she says you should have a raw food diet. Ah, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Okay, I like the meat and I like, you know, starches and all those kind of things. But basically, she eats nothing but raw food. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a process. It that's, takes, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a, a high bar. But you can see that I filled it out. And then my other pages are blank because I'm still working through it. So I know that you got a workbook a yes. couple weeks ago. Yes. And what... Uh, but mine didn't look like this, though. No, that's because I, I updated it because I made it color. Yours is black and white. Yeah, I need a color version. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay, I'll like get you the color version. I like, I like color. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> well, see, you know, when I first came up with it, I was still tweaking it when I did the workshop. So. Yeah, and I was at the workshop, you know yes. what I'm saying? I was at the workshop, so yeah, support support my local, yeah. Awesome. So, so what, tell us about what do you think about the workbook? What have you done with it, you know? Whatever you want to share. I mean, uh, when I, you know, I, I can just go over the fact of how the uh, interacting at the workshop was. You know, uh, it touched upon a lot of things that, because uh, uh, your uh, accountability, uh, enlightenment, different things, uh, and all of these things uh, play a part in allure. Because you know, you have to. There's one thing about uh, uh, self knowledge and uh, self growth. You have to you have to be able to hold yourself accountable. I hear people talk about that a lot. Um, but I'll say this, and in, in holding yourself accountable, do not forget to hold the other people accountable too. <laughs> you know, people want you to hold yourself accountable, but we're talking about self-growth. All of these things come into play with uh, the evolution of allure and attraction, the, 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 the law of attraction. You know, um, you attract 
you know, what you put out is what you get back. So as as much as much uh, interest and uh, focus that you put into your self growth, then you'll attract that kind of energy to you, as opposed to sitting back, uh, still figuring things out, or just not doing anything to better your direction as a person. Uh, once you get into that depth of growth, then uh, the universe will allow that power to come back to you in abundance. So, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I'm going to do a special um, because I really want to invest in couples. And I don't just mean couples in romantic sense. I mean your best friend, your closest cousin, you know what I'm saying? Your homeboy, your homegirl, whatever. So these packages are $15 each. You get the workbook, you get a motivational uh, wristband, you get a journal, you get a set of stickers, a bookmark, you get a sticker that says energy, enhance your life, impact your circle, and you get a set of tabs for the journal. And these are 15, but up until Valentine's Day, so that's February 14th, I'm going to let two of these go for 25 instead of 15 each would be 30. Okay, so basically you get a $5 discount if you buy two, and then you have a person that is built in as your accountability partner. And also if if you are growing with somebody, I mean, this is a way to grow together. This is a way to think about the goals you want to accomplish, to have a person that you're telling that stuff to, affirmations that you're creating together. You know, as a couple, doing a project together is, is one of the things that helps people bond. So, you know, I'm all about growth and and if you can do it with somebody else you know you got even better growth so so i will be putting these on my website and i will be putting it on the paypal you know tonight um as a two for 25 package all right so i encourage you to go out and get that and i also mentioned like i said i have the inspirational bookmarks that you can get 12 of those for ten dollars they each have different sayings you know so you could actually get a pack and actually share some of these inspirational bookmarks with somebody else. If you don't want to keep them all, you know, give them something that's just a little small inspirational message. Um, Cause I'm all about inspiration and we've been talking about books. I like to share books. This book is called zap the lightning of empowerment, how to improve quality, productivity and employee satisfaction. So it's for business owners, okay. but it's also for anybody, anybody who uh, wants to, encourage people. So it's, it's got a a lot of different motivational techniques in here, how to get people inspired. You know, I read it a while back and it was, it was very inspirational to me. It had me pumped up when I read it, you know, so, so I recommend zap the lightning of empowerment. That's something that I've read recently and I wanted to shout out to you guys. So we have covered a lot with the Lord tonight, talking yes, about have. our writing process, talking about the things that magnetize us, talking about how we're connected to everything and what what we create didn't just come from us, but it's inspired by all the different things that we've gone through. Yep. And then we listen to your amazing uh, Carpe Diem and everything is everything. Thank and you. I wanted you to tell the people again where they can find you. Okay. Uh, I am Max Mordeeb. M-A-X-M-O-R-D-I-E-B. You can find uh, my singles uh, from Sessions and Sections on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, uh, any uh, streaming platform. If you want the Sessions and Sections 
full project, you can go to was it dat d a t piff p i f f dot com or the app. Download it for free. Uh, it's sessions and sections. You can type in that, or you can type in uh, search my name m a x m o r d i e b. And uh, that's where you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram. I am um, Fade Ike, F-A-D-E-A-H-K-I. And uh, like I said, Sessions and Sections is the mix EP. I don't call it a mixtape. It's a mix P, I guess, because uh, it's originals. Um, uh, and download that and enjoy. It's uh, it's meant for everyone to, that's the, that's the free one. I've given that one out. So the next one, uh, which will be uh, Spoken Path, The Walk of a Poet, the full album. And I have a book that's coming with that, too, uh, wrapped around my life and uh, my journey in poetry and art uh, from a kid on up until now. Uh, that's Spoken Path, The Walk of a Poet, the book also following the same thing. And uh, Sessions and Sections, too. And this is Black Rain Radio, the podcast and mixtapes. Awesome. So oh, just- and oh, with the podcast, it will be me and uh, the poet Siraj Rakim. Uh, and also, uh, we have another uh, poet, um, Brother Malcolm, will be a part of that too. And um, uh, Poetry Lives, she's going to be a part of that process too, but it's coming soon. So be on the lookout for This Is Black Rain Radio, the podcast. I love that. And, and you know, I'm going to have to be on there because those, oh, yeah. those are, I, I don't know poetry lives, but everybody else that you mentioned, those are my people. Those are <laughs> uh, my people. Oh, she's dope. So. Uh, you can find poetry live on Instagram. She uh, actually has uh, her own uh, open mic platform called uh, Breathe Poetry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can check her out. Uh, shout out to all the poets. We go live. Lady Three Eighty Poetry, Mister Reverse It, Then I Say Poetry. Oh, shout out to my homegirl. Just had a birthday, Miss K K Hart. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, these are all the people that I've I've, I've grown to know in this uh in this realm, um in H Town Poetry, and um. I have another single called 84s, 84s, uh, you know, it's a 94 throwback uh, kind of vibe uh, with uh, Colossier Jones. Uh, he's an artist from Port Arthur, but he lives in Oklahoma. We're collabing on that. Uh, it's going to be a banger. Um, and like I said, I have new singles coming out too, so be on the lookout for that. All right. Sounds good. So I want to thank you guys for joining us, and, you know, I want you to – Go out, get these goal-setting packs, and may you walk in Zenergy. My name is Zenai Shea, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is Fuel for the Mind, Body, and Soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal-Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one I'm going to show you mine is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there's 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes 
with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize Your Life with me. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.